Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. ES Audio. From the Evening Standard in London, I'm John Weeks and this is The Leader. Donald Trump versus Piers Morgan is making the headlines as yet another in-depth interview between the former US president and television host is due to air on TV. This time, though, the trailer for the new talk show episode has been followed up by a statement from Donald Trump criticising the video for making it look like he stormed out of the interview, which he denies. It's caused quite the stir on social media, and even Nigel Farage has also revealed his involvement in the row. So what exactly has happened, and what's really going on behind the scenes of this very public fallout? Robert Dex, the Evening Standard's arts correspondent, joins me now to discuss this story. So first of all, Rob, can you just run us through the story? What has occurred? I mean, I think before everything comes with the caveat, I was thinking of a polite way to talk about this without using phrases I used to use in the playground. Um, but both men involved are what let's call hype merchants with a major new TV station, not just a new TV show, a TV station being launched. And given the state of American politics, Trump is in a constant state of looking for re-election, considering, you know, the beard, the candidacy and all that. So they, they both have a lot at stake in making this more than it is. Let's, let's put it that way. Let's be polite. It's a brilliant interview. It's, it's a great one to get. If you're going to launch a new chat show, who do you want to talk to? You know, apart from probably President Zelensky, who's rather busy, or President Putin. Trump's up there, isn't he? It's not surprising it didn't go smoothly. So it goes out next Monday. And um, on the sort of the promotion round for it, uh, this little clip was released that sort of suggested it didn't totally say that Trump had walked out on him. But it, it, there was a definite hint of a, a very angry looking Mr. Trump standing up and taking his microphone off. And he then had a go back at Piers saying, you know, you've edited this to make me look like I was angry and I was running away from you and all this. And Piers has been doing the the rounds actually back on ITV for the first time since he quit saying, you know, judge me on the show. I'm not here to make him look stupid. Actually, I'm quite balanced about Trump. I think he does some good things, some bad things and and trying to sort of calm the argument while I'm furiously overhyping his own interview, as you'd expect. And like you said, the full interview is out on Monday. What are we expecting from it? There was bizarrely a subject list that was sort of put out and it was obviously, you know, American politics, Joe Biden, will Trump run again? What's going on in Ukraine and Russia? Trump obviously has quite strong links with Russia. Trans issues, which um, both Piers and um, President Trump have spoken about. I mean, it was sort of, if you wanted to put together a list to get people angry online, it it was those topics, um, which may not be an accident, shall we say. But I mean, at the same time, they are the things people talk about and people have strong opinions about. And if you are launching a new TV show, 
the one thing you want as much almost as people watching is people talking about it. Um, and this has clearly been done with that in mind. And you mentioned the politics in the States. Do you think people in America will take any notice of this? Will Trump supporters be again sucked in by the fake news narrative that he's repeated after this interview? I think they will. I mean, I am sadly old enough to have gone to Piers Morgan's leaving do when he went to America to go to CNN to replace Larry King. And that was a massive deal because Larry King was a huge, huge figure. So, I mean, obviously, Piers Morgan has been back in the, in the UK um, a, a long time since that. But he's still a, a decent name over there. And people know what he's like. You know, they, they know what they're going to get. And obviously, Trump is one of those figures that I don't think there's anyone on the fence anymore. So some people will watch it purely to get angry by disagreeing with him. Some people will watch it to sort of reinforce what they regard as, you know, the true word from their leader who was unfairly done out of an election. So, yeah, I think it will be a big deal. I mean, the interview, again, we haven't seen it. They're talking, saying it's about 75 minutes long. It will be a while since he's spoken for that length of time, I would have thought. So, yeah, that will be interesting. I think it will get a decent audience over there. And in the trailer for this episode, there's a clip where Trump calls Piers very dishonest. There's a bit of tension between them. It's a bit of a U-turn for the sort of Trump-Piers relationship, isn't it? Because they've done so many interviews in the past, but I don't think they've ever had something so fiery promoted like this. No, I mean, I think in the US, the day after the election is when the next election starts. And, and as actually Morgan said today, Trump is certainly among the favourites, if not the favourite, to get the Republican nomination again. So he is running for the nomination. In today's Republican Party, you could not do yourself any damage at all by having a go at a journalist, particularly a British journalist. That's like occasionally people might say obnoxious British journalist who described himself today actually on ITV as a liberal, which I'm sure the Trump people will be um, telling everyone in America if they want to. It's gold, isn't it? It's what he does. He goes on. He gets asked these questions. He gets sort of righteously angry. His core audience get righteously angry on his behalf and it creates a storm. So it's hard to work out who got the better deal out of it, really. A man trying to launch a new TV show who got all the publicity or a man who is, everyone seems to think, you know, thinking of running again for the presidency. And the plot thickens a bit because Nigel Farage has weighed in on the situation, saying that Piers stitched up Donald Trump. Can he tell us about what he said and done? It was alluded to this morning, and Piers, I think, has written about it, that just before the interview was about to happen, this dossier was handed to President Trump with all the rude things he's ever said about him, which he claimed was only three pages. And he sort of said it was, oh, a, a potential rival may have done it. And I think Nigel Farage has this morning come out and said, well, actually, it came from me. And again, this is, this is all the hype. This is Farage saying, look, I'm in a position to hand a dossier to a former president of the United States of America and he will accept it. Therefore, I'm a very important person. But it also, it's about rival broadcasters, isn't it? I mean, Farage is very much tied up with um, GB News and Piers is in this new channel and they're both sort of fighting for similar viewers, a similar space, I guess. And again, Piers, as an old Daily Mirror man, will know all about the Mirror versus the Sun and tabloid wars and, you know, trying to get one up on your rivals. So there's definitely an element of that. And and both these channels, GB News obviously went through an, an awful lot of trouble when it started and has sort of settled down a bit now. The new channel Piers is on, it obviously is a bit more perhaps stable, given the, the backing it has from established media companies but um, yeah I mean that's going to be an interesting one to watch it's really really hard to launch a new tv station and do it well and keep it going it really helps them with with stuff like this and with um, that sort of sense of rivalry and hype so um, there's definitely an element of that involved in this mix as well in this story 
And how do you think Piers will be received on his return to TV? He, he's not unlike a small screen version of, of President Trump, isn't he? In that people who don't like him will not change their minds. People who think he's the only one out there talking common sense and refusing to be silenced will, will, will believe the same thing again. They're sort of playing the same tunes that have done them so well so far. He's also pretty good. He said something very interesting. He sort of tends to portray himself as, you know, the voice of common sense and I'm, you know, a former tabloid Fleet Street man. But he does also know what he's talking about. And he put his finger on it this morning, talking in, of all places, the Lorraine Kelly show, where you might not expect it to be so in-depth on politics. When he said about Trump, he said, you know, he's got a decision to make. If he wants to run at the next election, he can win the nomination on this sort of, you know, I was cheated out of the last election, isn't it awful, getting his voters riled up. But that isn't going to be enough to win the next election. So Trump's got a big decision to make. He either goes on on the path that has done him pretty well so far and probably will get in the nomination. Or he tries to move maybe just an inch, half an inch to the centre and make some concessions. In a hopefully, you know, what they would say is a, a bid to win the actual presidential election. So going along the lines of this being a bit of a publicity stunt rather than a real beef between them, do you think going forward these will be called out more for being something along the lines of that rather than gaining the hype that this already has? I mean, as long as they get the hype, they'll keep doing it, won't they? Why would you not? I think people are getting more savvy, but I also think people are actually more accepting of people, if you like, slightly playing a role. And whereas they probably think that the role Piers Morgan plays, where he's a bit obnoxious and he goads people and he has a bit of a prod at them to get them to talk to him, is actually just another weapon in his armoury. Is it that different to Jeremy Paxman, who used to sneer at people from, you know, the, the high ground and repeat questions endlessly and sort of roll his eyes at the minister and say, why aren't you telling me the truth? It's There's, there's always been this performative aspect to interviews, particularly political interviews. You know, I, again, God, I'm old enough to remember Robin Day and his glasses and his bow tie. And he had the sort of withering look he would give politicians when they tried to squirm. So, yes, this is a hyped up social media, hyped to the nth degree version of that, but it's not actually anything new. And unless we're all suddenly going to become much better people than we've proved ourselves to be over the last thousands of years, I don't think there's going to be a huge change in in the way these people like this operate, because it works. There's more on this story in the Evening Standard newspaper and at standard.co.uk. That's The Leader. We're back tomorrow at 4pm. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season, when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com/trip for free shipping and 365 day returns.